Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the uh, podcast. Parenting our young people. You know, that's the topic, but um, parenting means a lot of different things for different people. One set of parents parent their children one way, and another set of parents parent their child another way, which is better. Sometimes we find mothers having an approach to the parenting of their children which is quite different than how a father would approach the same situation of parenting his children, their children. Whether they're divorced or single or married, it's the same thing. What is the effect of mothers versus fathers in the parenting process? That's really the question before us today because there is a difference. Significant difference, by the way. You know, I'm relying on some of the research that comes out of Augustana College in Rock Island, Illinois. The research was really fostered and developed and guided by a Dr. Jamie Nordling in the uh, psychology department of Augustana College. And what they wanted to take a look at in this research, or what she wanted to take a look at in this research, was what is the effect of parents that parent their children by the means of what we call helicoptering parenting. Helicopter parenting. You know, that means that a parent hovers over the child, follows the child, intrudes into the child's independent life, carries out a, a surveillance, basically, of the child, and follows the child very, very closely and intrudes and intercedes and interferes and guides that child in a very close manner over a period of time. Now, helicoptering parenting, you would think, would have its role and its place in junior high. And you would think that it has its place somewhat in high school, but less so maybe quite a bit in what we call the ninth grade, and then maybe less in 10th grade, less in 11th grade, and even less in 12th grade. But there are parents that helicopter their kids all through school, all through junior high and all through high school. So basically, they do not allow their child to develop the independence. They want their child to be dependent upon them, to be accountable to them as parents. You know, to be reliant upon them as parents, to look to them as the primary or the sole solution to problems as they develop, the primary and sole person who guides them in decision-making. A helicopter parent is one a parent who is just one who hovers over the child and makes sure that the child always consults them and checks with them at the critical decision-making points in life. Well... We wonder about that, if that is good parenting or not. So what Jamie Nordling did in her studies with her students in um, Augustana College was to take a look at first-year college students. And then they identified the level of helicopter parenting that these students had. They, some of these students had a helicopter parent, namely the mother. Some had a helicopter parent, namely the father. Some of them had helicopter parents, 
both mother and father. But they tried to separate out. It was the helicopter parenting effective for the mother and the father, or was it different? It was really a critical kind of study that they kind of looked at. Because what you would expect in your high school, pardon me, in your college student, or your high school senior, or high school graduate and beginning college student, is that they would have more autonomy. That's what you expect. That's what normal development is for kids. They develop autonomy. In other words, independence. They make decisions on their own. They make decisions about themselves. They make decisions about others. But they make those decisions with little to no consultation with others. That's the goal. That's the objective. That they make good decisions, but they make it independently. That's what we call autonomy. The other thing we expect of our kids as they graduate from high school and move on into college is that they have a sense of competence. In other words, they believe in their abilities. They believe in their skills. They believe in their uh, ability to make decisions and to make judgments and to take on responsibilities and fulfill them and to take on tasks and do them well. In other words, to get good grades even and to uh, succeed in college succeed in social relationship. In other words, be competent, be a competent person. That's what we expect of our kids as they graduate from high school and move on into college. That's what we want them to do. That's what a normal child looks like. He has a sense, or she has a sense of autonomy and has a personal feeling of competence. And the third one is what we call relatedness relatedness. That is, the ability or the social skills to relate to others. The ability and communication and social skills to become part of a social network. To have peer relationships. Good, healthy peer relationships. Positive peer relationships. Healthy ones. That's what we mean by relatedness. To be able to relate and be able to become part of a social system that's healthy and positive. Now that's what we want in our kids. Those are the three critical objectives that a parent needs to keep in mind as they raise their child through the junior high years, through the high school years, and now into the college years. Does your child, does your child have autonomy? Does your child have a sense of competence? And does your child have relatedness skills? That's really the critical issue. Now. If parents think that their kid does not have those particular skills, they begin to hover over them and become what is known as the helicopter parent. In other words, you don't believe your child can make decisions. You don't believe your child can be autonomous. You don't believe your child can make friends. So what you think you need then, or what you think the child needs, is you to be part of the child's life, even if they're away to school. So we call that the helicopter parent. There are some that just do not have confidence in their kid and feel that their kid needs mother and needs father, so they become the helicopter parent. There are other parents that have been helicopter parents all along the way. Elementary school, junior high, high school, they've always been deeply and intimately involved in their kid's life and decision-making and problem-solving and relationships and so on, and, they, and never let the child make independent decisions. So they do the same thing in college. Some parents are like that. Some parents just believe that 
watching over your kid is the right thing to do, is a good thing to do, kind of protect the kid, so to speak, keep the kid from failure, keep the kid from harm. So it's kind of looked at as a virtue to be a strong, involved, in, intimate kind of parent in the life of your kid, even though he's off to college, in his first year of college. So what this researcher did in her studies was to have students fill out a number of questionnaires on these particular points, the degree to which they have autonomy, the degree to which they have competence, the degree to which they have relatedness, the degree to which they're depressed, the degree to which they have anxiety, social anxiety, the degree to which they have a sense of social insecurity, the degree to which they feel academically competent. A whole host of questionnaires were filled out by students. And then they divided the kids in terms of those that had helicopter parents from those that didn't. But they just looked at this population of the helicopter parent kid. And then they compared the one that had a helicopter father and the one that had a helicopter mother as a parent. And interestingly, they found this, that if the mother is a helicopter parent, that kid becomes more depressed. That kid has a, uh, a more of a negative feeling towards the parent, sees the parent as being intrusive, sees the parent as being negative. You see? That's if the mother is the helicopter parent. In other words, mothers who are helicopter parents produce kids who are depressed and socially anxious. On the other hand, students who have a father that is the helicopter parent is quite different. Students with a father that's a helicopter parent see the father as a being as a protective person, as a concerned person, as a supportive person. In other words, gives the father grace, gives the father opportunity to uh, interact and be part of their world as a student and sees that father as being protective and um, being in, a, in a, a positive concern or a healthy concern for his daughter or for his son. So fathers who are helicopter parents tend to produce a positive outcome in their child. Mothers who are helicopter parents tend to produce a child that rejects the mother and sees the mother as intrusive and sees the mother as being over-involved and becomes less uh, friendly or less positive towards the mother as they move on into their college years. So with that kind of interesting study, here's, here's the point. If you're going to be a helicopter parent, you do it in elementary school. And then you do it less and less and less and less through junior high school and then in through high school years. In other words, you fade out of the helicopter parent. That's number one. Number two is, if you're a helicopter parent, you, you, you keep a distance. But you're ready to come in and assist and help and support your student if there is a point of difficulty, if there is a point of critical decision-making or there's a problem of some kind where support or assistance and guidance is needed. 
In other words, you keep, you keep a distance. Your helicopter is off into the distance. But if there is a need, yes, you can come in and be part of that child's life just for the moment, just for the occasion, just for the situation. And then you back off and you let the child move forward in their independent life. And then later on, you do less and less of that. You don't, you're not needed as much. You see? So that's the second thing. The third thing is, if you're going to be a helicopter parent, it's better for the father than the mother. Let the father take the lead. Let the father kind of call the kid. Let the father check on the kid periodically. Because the kid will see the father as being concerned and supportive and helpful, but protective. You see? Being a protective father. That's how kids see fathers who are involved in their life. They're interested, but they're also there to be protective. Mothers, on the other hand, are viewed as being intrusive. And uh, in the way, and overburdened, and overpowering, and unwanted, basically. So we have to be careful when it comes to this parenting process. And make sure that, as a parent, you minimize your helicoptering. You minimize that. And you minimize that in high school so that when the child goes on, on to college, that, that child knows the system of decision-making, knows the process of decision-making, knows where to get help when help is needed, knows where to go for assistance when that's needed and support and encouragement and how to consult other people and how to share life with other people and get the help and the benefit they need without always turning to mother or turning to father. We call that independence. So here's the deal. Kids, as they grow older, the healthy kid has autonomy, that's independence. He has competence, that is a sense of belief in his own abilities and skills. And relatedness. He has the skills necessary to communicate and to relate to others and to be able to interact in the world in which they find themselves, whether it's a college campus or it's a city or a job situation or wherever it might be, they have the ability to form relationships and positive relationships and gain from each other and contribute to the life of others and gain from others as well. So there you are. That's helicopter parenting. And uh, if you're a helicopter parent, take heed. This is a very strong message for you. And uh, maybe you need to back off. Maybe you need to share it a little bit more with Dad. Maybe you need to let Dad do a little bit more, and you do a little bit less, Mom. But keep in mind the objectives of autonomy and competence and relatedness. Critical abilities that you want your child to establish, because if he does, and she does, she'll be a competent person as she and he grows older and moves on into their own independent life in college and, of course, thereafter as well. Hey, nice to have you with me. I uh, certainly appreciate you uh, being a listener. We're up to 28,000 hits and people who are listening to our program, some regularly, some periodically, and, you know, some uh, just once in a while. But um, anyway, there are people who do listen, and you're one of them, and we appreciate you in the audience. Now, if you have somebody who is elderly and needs a care home, let me just share with you the Green Gables Care Home. This is 
home that has assisted living and is able to take uh, patients with dementia and Alzheimer's, as well as those that have only need assisted living. So if you have somebody in, in the elder years and needs a little bit of extra help, here's the place to turn to, the Green Gables Care Home. Here's the number that I would ask you to call and get a little information and see if this would work for you. 559-307-0950. You got it? 559-307-0950. So give them a call and... Um, that's your need right now or if you're facing that need in the near future check them out this might be an option for you okay bye for now